Hello, dear listener to this Economadia podcast episode. You're listening to the only podcast that borrows money from you with ease, but needs 10 reminders to pay it back. I'm Jorin from Economadia, which is a platform where you can find everything related to projects and experts of location independence combined with how we want to live in the future in intentional communities in rural areas. Or to express it a bit more understandable, well, look around you. More and more people become location independent. What's your answer on where, how and with whom you want to live? Why we believe that the village can be so much better than the big city life, check out our website equalmadia.org, which has a lot of valuable information. This time I'm having Anna with me, who is the co-founder of RuralCo. This is a brand new project on the map of co-working and co-living places close to Valencia in Spain. I'm having the honor to have this exclusive conversation where Anna tells us how, from a big city girl, she became the maker of this project and what it took her to get there. I personally believe and hear from a growing number of people around me who express the desire to start such a project as Anna and her co-founder already did. Anna, please, the stage is yours. Introduce yourself. Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Anna. I'm 30 years old and I'm the co-founder of Rolco, as you said. I studied industrial design engineering and for many years I took place in many programs for, for entrepreneurs. At the same time, I have also studied and worked to be a UX designer. So it's which one of the roles that I have also in Ruralco. Yep, talking about which, Ruralco, your project, your baby. Can you tell us in a nutshell what inspired you in the first place that made you decide to start this project until right now when you have your gates open for people to come? Yes, some years ago, I lived for two years in another Ruralco living. And after that experience, I realized that I wanted to expand the idea of rural co-livings and open one nearby my home village to fight against rural depopulation because here in Spain, uh, there are many rural depopulation inside. Did you visit a rural co-working and co-living space in Spain or in a different country before? I, well, I travel around the world and I uh, stayed some weeks in different co-livings not only rural, but where, uh, these two years that I said that I live was uh, here in Spain, also in the, in the same county that, I'm at, that I am now. But uh, this, this appears, so it's that the, my motivation to start a new one nearby here and with people who work in, the, in this last co-living in 2014. So did I understand right? You found your co-founders while staying in another rural co-working and co-living space, yes? Yeah, some, some of them, yeah. Well, one of them was the owner of the previous rural co-living and the other was another professional that we find nearby here and three of us want to, uh, yeah, want to cons uh, build a rural co-living. So a mix, a kind of experience and uh, newbie people inside the business. I see. Having a good team is worth gold for sure. But well, that also means you need to take action. And I'm really curious about one thing. In fact, I believe this is something a bunch of people out there are asking themselves as well. How did you ultimately find this place for your project? Yeah, this was the difficult part at least some years ago when I was when the other co-living was available. I was thinking to create a network of rural co-living, so I started to 
to talk with uh, people from other village, to talk about uh, some rural uh, country houses to rent or well, I, I talk with many people, also with the city councils. And finally, I found one village people nearby here that uh, have all the requisites that I was looking for, like a big building, like in the middle of nature, and also have some facilities to, to improve this building. And finally, we get the, this one. So we try with this one. Yeah, that's a nice story. Hey, tell me, what sort of people is your place for? Okay, Rolko is a place for everyone who loves nature, animals, peaceful environments and wants to escape from the city to focus on their projects. So everybody is welcome. Makes totally sense. Another question. Now that the Corona pandemic came up a few months ago in March 2020, while you were in the midst of getting everything ready to open your place, did that have an influence? Okay, that's a good question, because before the pandemic started, part of the staff team were living abroad or in big cities in Spain, such as Barcelona. I was in Barcelona. But when the lockdown was implemented and the remote work was an option for us, we decided to move to Rolco to finish the building, like uh, finish painting, decoration and start hosting some people interested in the project. Oh, really? That sounds to me as if Corona helped you to actually accelerate the process of getting it up and running. Nice. Tell me, which was one significant, really important step for you during the whole process? Well, I think that in the moment that we find this building, because we look uh, around Spain for, some, for a good installations, but the location or the building it wasn't fit for us. So finally, we find this one that is near near to the old one. So it was like uh, perfect. Ah, so the one thing you're looking for can be sometimes so close. Tell me, what is one thing that you have most underestimated and is the number one advice you would give to anyone who plays with the idea of creating a rural co-working and co-living project such as yours? Well, uh... We have realized that people, apart from disconnecting and working of their projects, also want to have a wide variety of activities to do in their free time. That's why now we have more partners related to adventure sports like kayak, well-being and yoga, or cultural events like workshops and astronomy classes, among others. Yeah. And what is it what you personally hope to gain from your project? So um, I hope to help dealing with rural depopulation and make people aware of nature, climate change, and make them realize another's lifestyle is possible. I guess you're making a lot of new friends right now. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. Because, well, you know, in a co-living, you, you spend many time with people from here. Um, the people that have stayed these days, uh, we spend many time with them. So the connection we, we have now many connections, many connections with digital nomads. And for us, it's super nutrition. And yeah, people can come here to make friends or professional connections, whatever. And what about the locals? Do you think it's really important to also have a good connection to them? For sure, we participate every week with the local activity that the village propose. And also, uh, we take care of our neighbors. Um, people that are near, nearby are 
elderly people who work all his her life on the field. So now it's like a strange connection, but a good one that we have with them because they want to learn more and they are super happy that there are young people nearby. They are like our grandfather and grandmother that come here and talk with us. And I don't know, it's, it's a good connection. That sounds super sweet. I can imagine that the local people are indeed a very important factor, actually, that they're not to be neglected. Can you share a funny story, which is already part of your place? So we have realized that many people don't know that donkeys bray and they get surprised and even scared when they get home and hear Pepe, that it's our donkey, braying to them, and which in Pepe's language means, hello, how are you? It's funny saying people that, wow, it's, it's what's he, he's doing? It's just saying hello. Can you depict us your place a little bit? What is the special thing about it? Uh, well, uh, the place, well, the environment that we still constructing is uh, a big place that you can have also your private, your private moment or your private, well, because you have a room and your private bathroom and you can disconnect from all the, the rest of the world. But there are also common areas, indoor, outdoor, that, that it's where the magic sucks, uh, magic appears. And we think that these spaces, uh, well, we are going to improve these spaces, but you can do activities with uh, the other people, like, as we said, uh, some trekking, adventure sports, or feeding uh, the animals that we have here. I don't know, also learning about gardening, and astronomy too because we are uh, in well in the middle of nature so when the the sun goes down only the stars are among you so i don't know it's it's a place where all goes slow so people who comes here the first night is wow i don't hear anything during night i sleep i rest as many years ago, I didn't rest. They start to work with another kind of, of mood that they do in the, their habitual homes or, or cities. So I don't know. I think that it's a good experience to go to the rural part of the, of the world, to disconnect really, to, to connect with the nature and, yeah, and see the world with another eyes because the... Well, I, I live some years in Barcelona and, and I like that, but it's another rhythm. So just in this pandemic world, maybe we have to, to know that. In, to sum up, uh, a rural connection is good for everybody who needs a one stop to continue with their careers. Thanks for those insights. Now I'm interested in this one here. Okay, I'm at Rural Co right now. What can I do to contribute to your place in the moment I get up from my screen? Imagine I cut out one hour out of my schedule every day. What's there to do something good? Yeah, well, it depends of everybody or every, every week or every day, right? Because uh, I also work for another company in Barcelona. And well, how all of us, uh, we have works that it sometimes have urgencies, some not. 
but uh, the essence is that you can say every day I will do sport or every day I will do gardening. Of course, you can fit all these 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 activities in your daily daily plan because at the end you don't have to transport one hour for to the work and come back or. I don't know, you have more time to spend this time in another task if you want, of course. And yes, I feed every day Pepe and go to garden to, uh, to see if some tomatoes are ready to eat. Sounds much more appealing to me than commuting in the rush hour of a big city for sure. Um, which vegetables and other nice things can you find around your house? There are raspberry, peppers, potatoes, tomatoes, lettuce. Uh, also strawberries, different kind of nuts that are as typical from this zone. Yeah, hazelnuts and almonds are typical from here and also, yeah, olives. It depends on the season also. And those are probably better than from the big supermarket, I guess. Here I have another big question for you. Bear with me. What does sustainability mean for you and how do you implement this aspect into your project? Sustainability is very important to us. We use local ground food and we even grow our own vegetables. We recycle and reuse as much as possible and all the food surplus is given to Pepe, which makes him very happy. Pepe is a donkey. We also have solar panels that help us reduce the amount of electricity we use in the building. So, well, we hope to improve also in more ways, but for now, this is all that we do. And what is your vision about Ruralco and about your project in general? We expect to make Ruralco a solid project and we would like to be part of a Ruralco living network to work together in the same direction. There are many Ruralco livings and we hope to join forces in this pandemic world. That sounds reasonable to me. How many happy people did you already host ever since you have opened your place? Well, we have opened for a month and I was checking that more or less 14 people come here. Uh, some of them in a group of people that were together in the same project. So they come to spend some days here and also um, autonomous or freelancers that come some days. And yeah, different kind of people. And so now we have the, the first feedback to improve the, some common area, well, some things in the, for the installations. And it's interesting this feedback from these beta testers. And is there one thing that you personally want to achieve or that you want to see in your place where you say, that's what I really want to have here? Well, I would like that. As a theoretical part says, uh, this was uh, a sustainable project that really helps the, uh, the environment and also this part of the population, the role of the population. I'm concerned about that and, and I would like to improve the people aware about that we used to live most of us, we used to live in the cities when we have many other options to live. And one of these options is uh, co-living, but in, in the big picture is the rural, the rural villages that are uh, magnificent uh, places where you can live with uh, better conditions or better life. I had recently someone who said the village is the next Bitcoin. What do you feel about that? 
<laughs> wow, I think that <laughs> it's a good comparative. Maybe, well, maybe no. Now it's a, it's a, the reality. How people is moving to the rural places, but I hope that it helps also in the future to to get in mind that yeah that we have to be more I don't know not separate for the COVID but I don't know to proceed more the the other the other places. I am wondering about what was your biggest fear during the whole process. Yeah, uh, the biggest fear is still here, is that people don't want to come. Uh, it's a fear because, I don't know, uh, people change every day, their mind. So it could be, for me, it could be a good option that spend some days here, help people to disconnect and re uh, reconnect with their interests. But... At the same time, I said, wow, maybe they don't want to go to the mountain because there are many insects or there are not, there are cinemas or sh I don't know, these kind of things that people are addicted in the cities. So in some cases, my mind said, well, maybe it's not a good idea to come here, but I hope that these fears disappear soon. So you think that people are sometimes afraid to make the step to come to your place and to actually really experience the countryside and the rural life? Yeah, because people say that they like the mountain, but then when people go, I don't know, to walk and there are insects coming to them and said, I, and it's like, come on, you're on the rural environment or in the middle of the mountain, for example. Do you expect to see different kinds of birds, also different kinds of insects and different kinds of flowers? So, well, it's a, a fear that it's, it's obviously conditionated for the, all the costs that we have to, to all that we invested doing that. So it's like, okay, if people don't come, want to come here, we are losing many money and also it's like, what are we doing what we have done during this during two years and not validating first but well we don't validate it because it's obvious that people like nature so what's your experience in terms of how long does someone need from arriving and being like oh my god i'm really here right now until really getting used to everything and being fully into it well uh It depends on the people because if somebody comes here because they really love nature, they are comfortable in the first second. They are like, wow, I'm here. Uh, I don't know. And But well, we, we don't uh, have the case that nobody, well, somebody don't connect or don't feel I'm, uh, happy here. So yeah, it's related to the fear that I have uh, that people don't like that. Uh, in this, during this month, I, I realized that there are no fears to, to have because people love this place. In general, love all the environment that are surrounding here. So I have no fears now. How was it for you when you saw this place for the first time here? Did you know right away that things are going to happen here? Yes, I will remember during many times this 
first day because I I'm I've just met my partner, well my the other co-founder some days ago and he was from here, from this village. And he comes to take me here with a small and yellow set panda. It's a car to do rallies and these things. And I said, well, this man, I don't know if he want to do a project. I don't know. Maybe he only want to to ride in, in this way. Well, so I go with him and come here and in the middle of the, um, of the way also appear a group of sheep. So I thought that was, uh, it will be a funny, a funny day. And obviously when I, I arrived here and I see, I, when I saw the building, I, I know that it was uh, this environment, this, I, I saw all these kind of things, the, these trees, these uh, fields, this, all the, the weather, the, the sky was perfect. I, I then doubted in this moment that it could be the first place that we can start our role cleaning. Yeah. Do you have any sort of event or anything in mind that you want to do in your place at some point? Yeah. First of all, I would like to do a party, like an open party, because we didn't do it for the coronavirus um, requisites. Well, all this, uh, the, all the situation. And also we would like to do a, a monthly event to group all the, the entrepreneurs that are nearby uh, in the city or near here. And I don't know, it's a kind of events to show their projects, to share the experience. Also, also another uh, events to, well, more like workshops because we have some partners that work nearby here and they have ideas to implement here but nowadays it's not possible for the corona but yeah when the time goes we expect to do some activities some fun activities here like painting because we one of the staff team is an artist so these kind of workshops of exploring yourself with creativity this this kind of activities that you don't used to do for example um, i don't know we are super open to do any kind of event um, let's see all right anna thank you so much for your time to give us an impression of your project rural co close to valencia in spain so yeah dear listener if you happen to spend some time at rural co be aware that you might have sometimes some insect or mosquito around that Pepe the donkey wants to say hello and that you can have your private observatory right in front of your house door every night. Anna, it was a pleasure to have you and from now on you're part of our Economadia podcast story. In the name of Economadia, congratulations to this and let me wish you all the best and hopefully you're going to have a flourishing and thriving project running. No, thanks for interviewing us because this is a great opportunity for us to to, to open our doors, right? Absolutely. And for more information about Rural Call, simply follow the link below if you are on our website, economadia.org. Here you can also find more episodes about mind-blowing co-working and co-living projects in rural areas. 
Feel free to listen to it, sign up for our newsletter if you want to dive deeper into the whole topic and wish to stay on top of things. That said, we cannot thank you enough for being born. Thanks for your attention and I hope you enjoyed this highlight of your day. Until next time, stay tuned. Bye bye.